You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday Morning Service Podcast. We pray that the Word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. Good morning, South Tacoma Assemblies. What a mighty God we serve. I tell you, there's so much that God wants to do in our lives, and I pray that you've given him every opportunity to do just that. I, I want us to take time to pray and believe God for all that he's doing and what he's going to do in our lives. And I tell you what, my, my, my prayers today will be that the God we serve will <laughs> allow his promises Oh, my goodness, to be yes and amen in our lives as we receive it. Let's take time to pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come and we ask, God, oh, that, Lord, you would forgive us of our sins and, Lord, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, I pray that, Lord, as we open our hearts to you, God, as we, Lord, have ears to hear, God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we, we would, would do the things that, Lord, I pray that would, would bring, oh, pleasure to your ears, to your heart, God. I pray, Lord, as we taste of your goodness, Lord, that we will allow the word of God to so oh, purify us and to create within our lives the things that we need. Lord, I pray as we continue this series on the wheat and the tares, God, I pray that we would recognize that which has been there and now has been exposed and now we need to deal with it, Lord. I pray, God, that we would oh, allow you to be a part, an intricate part, God, are dealing with the tears in our life. We love you. We say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. I know some of you are, are, are asking, been, been told, or, been, or, or willing to ask a question uh, uh, concerning, yeah, the church was, was set on fire uh, on Wednesday during the, uh, during the afternoon. I thank God that uh, there was those that was there that, that assisted quickly. They put the blazed out quickly i mean the fire department was was on uh, i mean was on time i mean they got it out and um some hours later the arsonists were caught because we had cameras that watched the whole thing so listen i'm telling you continue to pray and continue to believe god that the things that we do oh will be a, a blessing to our community and i'm telling you right now we serve an awesome god so listen to me don't give up press in and as we talk today about the things that God wants us to do <laughs> and to be a part of, I'm saying to you, there's things that you are going to do as a result of what you know to do. But there's things that you are going to be required to do as a result of what you now understand from what God, through prayer, provides for you or what those that are in your life. See, there's people in our lives. That has been placed there strategically by God. And I need you to recognize those people for what they are and for what they represent in your life. Listen, don't ignore them. Don't, don't, don't I mean, don't squash what they have, but embrace it because the scripture says two are better than one because they have a greater reward for their labors. Now, let's get let's get down to business. Let's 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 really go at this thing this morning. Because I got a lot to cover in a short period of time. And I just want you to know that there's things that God is looking for you to recognize in your midst. And I'm telling you, my goodness, when we, 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 when we started this, so some eight or nine weeks ago, we started this thing where we are putting tears in its place 
because we recognize that they exist and they're there. And I, I said we, 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 we have to beware of tears, but we also have to know what we're looking at. We have to know that we are God's field in the process. But most of all, we need to understand how <laughs> to deal with tears. And here we're on part three with how to understanding how to deal with tears. And listen, I'll say this and I'll say it oh, uh, over and over again until you get it in your spirit. The enemy is only as big as what we make him. But God is bigger. You to, that needs to, I mean, that needs to be concreted in your heart. Understanding that we can rely on God. And I've been asking the question as well. <laughs> what's growing next to you that you didn't see but is present now? In other words, what has been exposed that as it hasn't, <laughs> I mean, it's been there, it's been growing, it's been a part of cohabitation, but now it is exposed for what it is truly are, and I'm telling you right now, now is the time to deal with it. So this morning, I want us to get get ready for uh, a, a, a blessing in the word, and I'm saying to you, listen, we need to know how to deal with the things that uh, that that are with us, amen, that are creating habit or they are causing habit <laughs> for what you and I are <laughs> have sown into and now the harvest has come. You see, we, we say tares or, or, or deceivers. We say tares or, or suckers. We say tares or, or curse. We say tares or a number of things. They're, they're deceivers. And what I want you to know today is there are things that you and I need to do because of what tares have become. Oh, in our lives, and I'm telling you, we need for 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 the longest to understand that God said, okay. God says, I mean, He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Therefore, He's in our midst. He's there. He 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 is there to provide for whatever need <laughs> is there. And I'm telling you, we are needed people. But let me tell you something. We serve a God that needs needs. And I'm telling you right now, we talked about four things that we need to, <laughs> we must understand and create and cultivate in our lives when we talk about tears and dealing and understanding tears. And that's, one is prayer. Two is identity or identify. Number three, location. And number four, wisdom. Because all four of those, okay, today I'm going to show you how they, uh, to incorporate them in our not only understanding but how to deal with them. Listen, we said wheat is purpose and accessible to promise. So you think about that. Uh, in, in Romans 8, and I think it's 28, it says that we know all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Now when you think of that, in itself that lets us know that not only do should we love God we also understand that we've been called according to his purpose and if that's true then all those things that are, are working in and out of your life right now listen to me don't get caught up into what you see as much as what you understand and know the word says about what you see now we're saying that we have to recognize that that there are people in our life again that are there and there are people in our life that's been planted there for disruption. For I mean, listen to me. I I know 
You say, well, am I that special? No. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You got to know that not only are you special, but you are precious in the sight of God. And you shouldn't allow any enemy to plant anything in and around you that shouldn't belong. But listen to me. If by chance it does, listen to me. You should know what the word of God says about it and how to deal with it. Now, again, I want us to go back to Matthew 13, 24. You say, we've been in Matthew 13, 24 for a long time. And I'm saying to you, good. That just says that if somebody says, oh, there's a story in the Bible about wheat and tear, you should say, yeah, I know where that at. I know that address, Matthew 13 and 24. In other words, repetitions can be a good thing because what it does is provide you <laughs> with, with knowledge and wherewithal. And my goodness, people will say, wow, that person knows the Bible. <laughs> anyway, let's go to Matthew 13, 24. And it says, in another pepper he put forth to them, saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seeds in his field. But while, he's, while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Mm. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. Verse 27. So the servant of the owner came and said to them, Sir, you, you, amen. Did you not sow good seeds in your field? I always, I always chuckle about that because of how sometimes people know who you are and they, they, they begin to see things change or they begin to see and they ask the questions. Some people try to sneak it up on you, but they said, "Wait a minute, is that?" something different happening it's, well, well anyway he said did you not sow good seeds in your field oh my goodness listen I, I'm, I'm telling you there's something about understanding what god wants us to see when we sow good seed when we see god I mean, God wants us to see when we sow good seeds. He wants us to see the harvest before it gets there. In other words, he wants us to see as we plant and as we uh, are caretakers over that. Which Listen, when you, when you do a good deed, when you do something that is going to benefit the community when, uh, or, uh, or, or bring glory to God's name, God wants you to see what that actually represents in the harvest that he's going to provide for you. The scripture says in Luke 6, 38, <laughs> given it shall be given. Good measures, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Oh, my goodness. In other, in other words, listen, when God begins to put his principle in, in place according to what I was doing, amen, I was doing, then listen to me, we should look for a harvest. We should, I mean, we should, oh, my goodness, yearn for the harvest. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. Because when you, when you do that, what you're saying is, is, is I'm going to continue because of what it actually produce oh i love that <laughs> i love that he said let's get back to it because i can get it. i'm excited about this he said sir did you not sow good seeds in your field how then does it have tares he said to them an enemy has done this the servant said to him do you want us then to go and gather them up hmm. i said as believers our responsibility is plainly to be sober, 
and to govern both the inward and the outward man by spiritual discipline. And I'm saying that because we talked we talked from um, 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 first Peter five and eight uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I, I, I said that we have to be sober because we have an adversary, the enemy, as a roaring lion seeking whom we devour. But we have to recognize that there are things in our life that we need to <laughs> do not according to what's in the natural, but what's in the supernatural. Because listen to me, the servant, the first thing they wanted to do was go and pull them up because they recognized that there was tares among the sea that was sown that were good or the wheat. You see, when we think of, of all the things that God has done, we have to recognize that we're responsible for the both the inward and the outward. And we have to recognize that our, our man is going to respond to certain things in life. But our spiritual man has to have, oh my goodness, has to have discipline to hold this physical man in his daily operations. The <coughs> see, what I want to really put emphasis on the day, and I wrote this in my note, don't always do what is physically right when there is a spiritual option. Now, let me put, put that in perspective so you won't think that, listen, the pastor just said, don't always do what, what's right. No, some things in the natural can cause you to, <laughs> to, put, to spin out of control or to put... put Put O O C. Amen. In other words, just because somebody talk about you, that doesn't that doesn't mean you're supposed to talk about them. I mean, that would be the right thing to do, right? <laughs> eye for an eye, <laughs> two for two, right? Or, or or put it this way: just because somebody is is doing something something negative, it doesn't mean that you you <laughs> you have to jump them. Listen, there's wisdom. It's wisdom sometimes, or there's spiritual discipline. In other words, spiritual discipline causes you to stop and pray or stop and listen before you act. And you got to make sure those types of things are happening in your life, especially when you're dealing with tears. Because if you, you <laughs> amen, when you're looking at an adversary, we have to recognize our adversary is a spiritual being. Okay, and we talked talk, we talked a little bit about that, and I can't go back there because I need you to really stay with me and recognize that there are things in our life that we want to handle <laughs> in the natural, in the physical. Have you ever wanted to box somebody because, uh, I mean, <laughs> amen, that's physical, amen, when God wants us to deal with it from a spiritual standpoint. See, our av- adversary is a spiritual being. And trying to handle him from a physical realm is useless. You see, in the past, I've talked about that component. And we have to recognize, and I, I believe there's, there, there's three major components to uh, living life and life more abundantly. But I'm telling you, there's things about where, where we are. Uh, and uh, and in, the, in the four that I talk, talk to you about, pray, identify, location and wisdom of the four i think we we're talking more about the location because when you when you find find where you're located both in the natural and in the supernatural or in the spirit realm listen to me you have a heads up you have uh, uh, you have the corner on the market for lack of better words and i'm, I'm telling you right now i want to just 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 
put these things that I've talked about in the past a little bit, but I want to talk, put them in, in, in the form. And I put, I call them the uh, ERA. I call them environments. You heard me talk about environments. Realms. I've, you heard me talk about realm. And you've heard me talk about atmosphere. Now, when you start looking at dealing with tears of what's been sown in and around you, you have to take in consideration, consider consideration the environment because the environment represents surroundings it represents settings because listen to me whether you like it or not whether you understand it or not in your environment you create settings you create <laughs> oh my goodness things that are repetitious you can i mean the enemy loves that thing love those types of things because they're predictable amen and there's nothing like being predictable because if you are predictable then Things can be disrupted because of, of the predictability or because of how things are on a routine. Sometimes you need to change things up, but sometimes you need to go beyond or sacrifice. There's different things that prayer would produce if we would pray and ask God for our day. <laughs> Amen. Don't bring God into your day. Let God lead your day. Listen, when we talk about realms, we have, we're talking about, when we look at realms, we're looking about talking about control. We're talking about Who's in control? Because realms are, are considered kingdoms and considered dominion. And the, listen, there was a time when man had dominion, but we lost it in the garden. Now we got it back through Jesus. That's the key. It's through Jesus. It's by him I live, move, and have my being. And I tell you what, I am excited because Jesus said greater things that you would do than I. So what that says is if I do it in him, I'm going to do greater things. And let me tell you something. <laughs> Jesus on, on earth was no joke. I mean, he, <laughs> the authority that he walked in. Now you and I walk in that same authority because in him we live, move, and have our being. But realms, we got to make sure we understand that there's a, there's, a, there's a realm that is calling us beyond where we are. And then there's atmosphere. And the atmosphere is air. It's 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 it's, it's that 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 cosmos. It's that it's that 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 surrounding. Listen to me. You gotta know the air you breathe. You gotta know those that are in breathing with you. Listen, even with it without the mass, you need to know who <laughs> and what's breathing around you. Amen. But most of all, you gotta understand that um, um, Facebook is real. Amen. The cellophone is real. Oh, you hear me? In other words, those represent the air. Those, those represent atmosphere that are not always locally, I mean, but translocally or global, I mean, in some cases. So you have to recognize that these three, the ERA, environment, realms, and atmosphere, really plays a vital part in the tears. Because let me say this. Sometimes we are looking at how God is doing something. And I say that because when we read our word, that's how God does it. That's what God wants us to see. That's what God wants us to embrace. But sometimes that's difficult to do because sometimes we don't read our, our word. Sometimes we <laughs> don't pray. Sometimes there's, 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 <laughs> there's struggles in our life to do those things. And watch this. When there's struggles in our life to do those things, we need to be aware that the enemy takes advantage of that. Listen. If I don't read my Bible for uh, for a, a while or for I mean, if I don't 
I mean, all of a sudden I get stagnant. I mean, there's things that happens to me. There's things that I I can't see. Uh, there's things. There's. There, th- I mean, the sensitivity is, is is disrupted. Listen to me. You're no different than I am. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're no different than I am. Listen to me. What you feed will grow, and what you starve will die. Listen. You have to know that there's things that God wants us to feed into and become a part of. Listen, think about this. When you recognize the ERA in your life, when you recognize what realms you're dealing with, when you recognize what environment, and you really begin to get a a grasp of, my goodness, (laughs) the atmosphere, then watch this. You begin to see how they affect your life. And let me say this, the enemy is in all of them, but so is God and you. Amen. Those are the three influences in your life. And let, let me say, uh, I, I, I was, I was uh, reading and I was putting things in perspective because what God wants us to do and see is to be a part of those things that, get, that really represent. And I was, I, was, I was thinking about the book of Job. Because, listen, the enemy has access. And in verse 2 of Job 2, it says, And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? Satan answered, and answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Now, you got to understand something. This is... I should have waited. Let me go. Let me go to go 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 back for a second, because I need you to recognize what I'm trying to say here. What I'm trying to say here is, is anything that we're trying to do, or what we're trying to accomplish in in the things of God on a daily basis, the enemy is there to bring disruption to it. And here, here, what we have to recognize is he's everywhere, not. Satan himself, because Satan is not omnipresent like God, but his demon cohorts and all those are. But what I want you to recognize is that there are things that you and I see as a result of who we have become in Christ. But there's also things that you are going to see as a result of what you know, what you have been experiencing all your life. For example, sometimes I, I, I think about how God brought me out. He brought me out of a situation I had with myself. In other words, I, I, I was struggling with, 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 with really being enough or really taking on the things that really matter that was going to get me ahead. And it's almost like I failed at it because I was trying to create within my own right a methodology that make that happen. And it seems like how I... Oh my, my goodness, my method never worked. But all of a sudden, I started to, 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 to understand that it's going to take something be bigger than I, something that's going to, to help me, amen? Because see, sometimes we try to do it alone. Oh, I can't tell you. Stop it. Stop it. That's why the Bible said two are better than one. But when I gave my life to Christ, oh my goodness, the things that I couldn't accomplish, it was almost like, God became that step in my life that I was missing. And I'm saying to you, the enemy wants to, he wants to create missteps. He wants to create all kinds of stuff. So he's around to do whatever it takes to cause you to stumble. Amen. Now, you know, we know the story of Job. 
And I just I, I brought this in because the scripture here is saying that the the folks were meeting in heaven and Satan showed up and the first thing God asked him was where you been? <laughs> what you up to? And Satan said, I've been going <laughs> let, let me read it out of New Living Translation. New Living Translation said, I've been patrolling the earth, watching everything that goes on. <laughs> I mean, there's no better way to put it than that. In verse 3, it says, The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that he is none like him? Have you considered my... Let me start over. In verse 3, it says, The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man? One who fears God and shun evil and still hold fast to the integrity, although you <laughs> incited me against him to destroy him without cause. I think about that. God's bragging on Job. Job done the right thing if you read chapter one. But let me tell you something. Satan's always in it. <laughs> to bring destruction remember his his he want to bring a destructive in and let me tell you something don't allow him to do it understand what is what understand what you have and we said last week in 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 second corinthians 10 4 for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty mighty in god for pulling down strongholds Pulling down strongholds. So I said some things that I wanted to want to go back to because I said I was going to talk about it because I, I, I said I, I would talk about strongholds, footholds, and foxholes, if you remember, if you were watching last week. Some of y'all wasn't watching last week. I'm praying for you. Now, watch this. Watch this. Strongholds. When you think of strongholds, stronghold is a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attacks. It's a place where a particular cause or belief is strong, <laughs> defended, or upheld. Now, we always look at strongholds, okay? And I, I'm, 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 I, 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 I've somewhat shifted, but not much, because we, we were just talking about Job, and we were talking about how the Job was a good seed, amen? God planted a good seed in Job, and Job took that seed, and now it grew, and the enemy says, hey, Boom! I'm I'm going to uh, going to to really really use what God has given me. Job, let me say this: Job even sacrificed on his children's behalf. Oh my goodness! When you do that kind of stuff, it just makes the enemy mad. I mean, I, I, like I said, it makes the enemy mad. But what I I, I what what I really want to say is, <laughs> we're always talking about stronghold as a negative. But let me tell you something. I believe this. Strongholds are positive when they're in the right place. Think about this. <laughs> Think about this. I believe there was a stronghold of God in Job. So much so that Job saw it necessary, even to sacrifice for a kid. And God could brag on him because of the stronghold. Because a stronghold is a place where a particular cause or belief <laughs> is strongly defended or upheld. Job has something 
<laughs> he could defend. And God could, oh, my goodness, defend Job because of what Job's actions were. Oh, see. In other words, this stronghold was the center of Job's life, and that was to serve God in the fullness. Now, I'm telling you about these strongholds because I want you to know the enemy wants a stronghold in your life. But let me tell you something. If the stronghold of God is there, then there's no place for the enemy to have a stronghold. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Now, watch this. The thing that I want to also say is foothold. Now, foothold is a place where a person's foot can be lodged to support them securely and especially while they're climbing. Now, a good foothold is a place or it's a grip. It's a it's 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 an anchor. It's it's I mean it's a secure position. Now I'm saying this because every one of us should have a foothold in the word of God. Because a foothold also can be a place of advancement. Now when you talk about a place of advancement, you see a foothold uh, in a place of advancement is a support. It support the foot. It's support the feet. It's, it's a place where a person may start <laughs> to walk securely. Now, here, we said we're talking about tears being sown around. Let me tell you something. A good footing can always deal, <laughs> deal with any kind of tears because you have a place to stand. Now, we're saying that. I need you to hear me because I said stronghold foothold and foxholes now let me say this when you talk of foxholes you have to talk foxholes because i was in the military and we dug foxholes and when we dug foxholes we always made sure we had a good parapet in front of it in other words, we had a good mound of dirt and that mound of dirt was uh, for, for, to, to, for to, to fire from to protect but let me say this a foxhole is 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 to shelter you against the the firing of uh, enemy fire, or or it can be used as a firing point. In other words, when we think about dealing with the different things in our lives, we have to understand what it means to have a foothold, a place of advancement, a stronghold. But also, we need to know what a foxhole, because sometimes. I believe, now I don't know about you, I sometimes I believe we, we should always have a spiritual foxhole, not to hide in, but to fight from. <laughs> in other words, sometimes we, we, we need to retreat, retreat to that hole, get our uh, uh, bearing, <laughs> and then come up fighting, or come up shooting. Listen, sometimes we have to have a clandestine position to come back. Uh, uh, oh, come back, because listen to me, sometimes, I, I mean, uh, we get in this battle with whatever the enemy has thrown at us. And I tell you what, the physical man needs to rest. Amen. The spiritual man, you know, but the physical man sometimes needs to rest. And I tell you what, I know firsthand. I mean, I, 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 I thank God for, for allowing me to have my knees replaced. And I, I mean, again, I've, I've, I've had the, uh, the, the second one. Uh, operate on but let me tell you something I feel good in my spirit I feel good in my body why because the rest that God has provided provided me now has given me the ability to fight even uh, harder and I thank God for what he is doing and what he has done and so keep praying now when you look at what God is doing he has to be 
the one that's not just in control, but he has to, he has to be the one that that we allow to be a part. Now, when I say in control, I'm saying from the standpoint of listen to me. When you read your Bible, the Bible becomes an authority when you allow it to. And what we need in that area of authority is something that we can rely on, something we could trust. That's why the scriptures say trust in the Lord. That trusting in the Lord is taking his word, taking the things that he has provided for us, and he's calling it, oh my goodness, calling it what it is in our life, and it is our hope, it is our faith. It, I mean, it's, it's everything. And I'm telling you right now, that's one of the greatest assets to, oh my goodness, kingdom is to have the word of God to help us in all the endeavors that we're going to uh, 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 be a part of. Now listen, we're talking about tears and understanding how to deal with them. Now, we, I, I'm just, just, just to reiterate, there's things that you and I are going to be able to do as a result of what we understand and know. And there's th those things that we're going to need, the word of God, we're going to need those in our lives to, to help us. And I'm telling you right now, there are things that we need to identify with because the enemy wants to really mess with our harvest. He wants to mess with what now belongs to us. And, and in verse 29, and this is what, what I've been really, these last week, couple of weeks has been really pushing the listen in verse 29 it says but he said no lest while you gather up the tares you also uproot the wheat with him hmm. now think about this you uproot the wheat with him verse 30 says let both get both together let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of harvest, I will say to the reaper, first gather together the stairs and bind them in the bundle and burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now, <laughs> I've given you a lot this morning. I've been talking to you about <laughs> the very essence of who we are in the things of God. Now I want you to really hear me because I'm almost done. I want you to really hear me and I want you to hear me according to how you and I <laughs> must, it's a must, it's vital to our life and life more abundantly. We have to know what the word of God says about something growing together, allowing it to grow together or to cohabitate with it. Because some people say when you recognize something, why don't you just deal with it right away? That's <laughs> not always the case. Because sometimes we don't know what we're dealing with. We just see it. We just know that it's there. Sometimes we have to understand why it's there and how to uproot it and how to create an atmosphere or an environment that will actually give us the ability to deal with it not just for a temporary, but for a permanent. Are you with me? I say for permanent results. Now, think about this because I want to just reiterate something else. You, the enemy is not always about right now. 
Sometimes he's pushing things along. He's carrying things along. In other words, he's a long-term planner. Sometimes he's, he's, he's taking these things, and that's why I want you to understand what footholds and foxholes, I want you to understand those things because sometimes the enemy gets in a foxhole. Sometimes the enemy <laughs> has created a stronghold. Sometimes you and I have created a stronghold in the wrong area, and I'm going to show you that in a few minutes. Sometimes we're, we're looking at how we have become, oh my goodness, so strong in an area and weak in others. Think about this, husband and wife. Sometimes we don't recognize the strength and the weakness in, our, in each other's life. Listen, a strength should be uh, uh, identified and it should also be something that you capitalize on. But let me tell you something. A weakness is something that you, we can't l neglect. We have to recognize what weakness are as well. And we have to deal with it. We have to, we, we have to take that, that weakness and, and, and see wh wh which one has the strength to deal with that weakness. Now, with saying that, because I don't want to get off, I want you to recognize when you uproot something, you're taking it from its nourishment. You're taking it, when you uproot it, you, it, it no longer has security or it no longer has stability. And what when we recognize, like the, the farmer says, listen, let it grow together, then uproot it, uproot it, and put it <laughs> in a place where it can be permanently taken care of. And that's what I want to deal with, where it can permanently be taken care of. Because remember, harvest, harvest is, is, is what the enemy wants to attack. And because he wants to attack the harvest, I need you to recognize that there are things in our life that we have to recognize that the enemy has put, oh my goodness, he's put uh, walls and barriers around it so that we can't see in some cases because we neglected the areas that will, will actually give us eye, uh, sight. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I, I, get, I kick myself because I feel in my spirit that I'm supposed to do this, and I don't do it, and then it bites me. I don't, uh, yeah, maybe I'm the only one that happens to, but I'm telling you right now, there are things that God says you got to get this. And I want you to get this this morning because I, I, I feel that we sometimes don't see the purpose in harvest. We don't see that harvest supports us individually, but it also <laughs> is a means for uh, provision for life sustaining. So when you look at that, you have to recognize that the enemy wants to stop the harvest. He wants to disrupt the harvest in whatever way he can. And he's going to do that as long as we don't see him for what he is. And he'll plant and throw stuff around that we, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I told you all last week that we were going to talk, uh, talk from, the the, from, the from the standpoint of harvest process or the processing of harvest. And we said, I told you, reaping, threshing, cleaning, and hauling. And now the reason I say it in, 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 in that order is because I want you to recognize that there are things in our lives that have become oh, issues in our life, especially now. There's more people dealing with depression now than they've, <laughs> amen. There's more people who are dealing with, 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 with bitterness and, and, and beca why? Because there, there's a lot of things that they used to do they can't do now because of the restrictions that have been put on us. Or, <laughs> listen to me, sometimes the restriction that's been put on someone else will affect 
you and you're not asking for it. Amen. So the enemy, all he has to do is so a seed of discord. <laughs> Amen. All he has to do is, uh, is seeds that are going to create, oh my goodness, <laughs> division <laughs> and divisive type things. And all of a sudden you find yourself saying, what is going on? Well, let me tell you something. An enemy done that. Amen. <laughs> I said, an enemy done that. And you have to go at it and bring it, bring understanding. You have to go at it as a result of where the roots at and not, then all you have to do, I mean, let me say it like this. If you had weeds in your yard, if you don't uproot the weeds, you pull them off the top, they're going to grow back even stronger because of how you dealt with them. Now, we're saying that. Listen to me. I said that we're going to put the harvest in a place where we're dealing with it from, from, from the processing processing point of harvest. Okay, now, when we talk about reaping, when we talk about threshing, we talk about cleaning, we talk about hauling, we're talking about things that we have to understand not only in works, but uh, in all that we have and what we can do <laughs> as a result of who we know, <laughs> what we have become a part of, and that's through Jesus. Now, let's, let's, let's talk about Let's talk about it from the standpoint of, of, of when you talk of reaping. Reaping is cutting the mature. Uh, uh, think about this: when you when you got when you uh, when you got things in your life that that you know is 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 is, is immature. I mean, you're trying to create something to cause maturity. For 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 for, for example, sometimes we look at our lives and we say. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've been. Sometimes we don't grow up. Sometimes we are still acting like kids. Sometimes we have a maturity in certain areas in our life. And I mean, I'm telling you right now, when that happens, the enemy doesn't have to get involved with that because the immaturity keep you stagnant, keep you uh, uh, off. But when you mature in that, now you got something to work with because maturity also becomes stability structure it becomes the things that you really need so the enemy is not 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 fond of those so he's going to try to create something that that's right but listen to me when you start looking at how he said let them grow up together he says now listen to me in the reaping part we have to take care of the the of of the mature that has 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 come up in other words there's things that you and i need to put put need to put in place to take care of those things because those things are going to oh my goodness wreak having our life now let me let let me say this let me say this when we talk of strongholds we start talking about things in our lives that we know have become a stronghold and sometimes there's things in our life that to some degree only you and god know has become a stronghold until it starts to expose itself listen Sometimes we don't we we hide anxiety. Sometimes we hide apprehensions. Sometimes we 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 we, we don't quite wear <laughs> unhappiness. I mean, we we go to our place because see, some of us are stuffers, and when you are stuffers, you hide things. And watch this: if that thing is being hidden, listen to me. Something's going to eventually surface it. But how long and how mature has it become? Because now it's beginning to affect 
so many other areas in your life. Let me say this. Don't wait <laughs> too long to deal with it. Because some things are more mature than you think. Some things have, 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 have become such a, I mean, <laughs> I, I was, I was, when I was doing this, the, this message and working with it, and God, I was asking God, Lord, show, show, so, show me some of the things that I think I got con uh, 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 control of. And I really don't. And my goodness, I was in for a real shock because those things I began to say, God began to show me, and I'm saying, but Lord, I did this, did this, and this. He said, but if you look at it, when you've done this, this, and this, what all somebody has to do is that. And all of a sudden, it becomes a uh, uh, priority again. It becomes this. And I'm saying, my goodness, what is it going to take? What's going to take uprooting it? But uprooting it at the point in which it's mature. Because sometimes we we push things to the side and we don't deal with it. Therefore, we're still immature. We don't want to deal with it. We, we're we growing with it. But it has the upper hand. Oh, I, I, I pray you're getting this, but let me let me say this. Sometimes what we we are looking at is what's happening in this in the physical realm, and not dealing it dealing with it in the spiritual realm. Remember, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. So if they're mighty through God, then you got to go through your word and see what the word of God says about it. When you see what the word God says about it, then you won't mishandle it, but you begin to thresh it. You begin the, the threshing aspect of it. In other words, you begin to separate it, the, the patties, the grains from the, the rest of the, uh, uh, the crop. In other words, now you begin to separate it because the, the threshing, what it does is it w when, you, when it's all together, it's kind of difficult to deal with. But when you, when you separate it, sometimes you have to back off this thing and look at it for what it really is. When you back off of it and look for at it for real, it's the, the thrashing now is brings the separation. And that separation gives you the ability now to see for what it is. Then you have can deal with the root of it. For, for, for example, let me tell you something. There are people that have an inability. <laughs> Come on. Inability to stop worrying. You talk to them about, hey, worrying is a sin. It's not <laughs> if it's not faith, <laughs> then it's not God. I mean, you 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 talk to you to blue in the face, and they still, still, <laughs> they were they had the inability to worry. So you saying, what is it going to take? How can I uproot that? Because it's obvious something was, the seed was planted there. And, and, and who did this? Now, think about this. Now, sometimes, I, I mean, I, I've said it over uh, 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 some weeks back, but let me tell you something. Just like the enemy has done this, it doesn't have to be an outside enemy. It can be you and I that have sown that seed. We've sown that seed, and now we are, are, are cultivating it within our, and let me tell you something, worrying, I mean, that's something that we have to really take in consideration. Where that come from? How did that get there? What brought that and how long it's been there? I mean, sometimes you have to ask somebody. Sometimes you have to say, listen, have you noticed this? How long have you noticed this? And then this next, <laughs> I think the next thing we say is, why you didn't say anything? 
<laughs> some of them, some, some of them says I don't my, I don't get my head bit off because <laughs> you don't want to listen. But sometimes we there's different things in our life that people want to say something, but they're afraid to because of what you have established. It has become uh, something of a mature thing in your life, and you <laughs> you can't you can't cut it. Now I'm going to stop here because I don't want to want to go too far into this because I've, I've given you a whole lot and I want to I want I want to really bring something next week according to how the foxhole and the stronghold works hand in hand you see sometimes when you have a stronghold let's use worrying for example if worrying is a stronghold in your life sometimes you got to get in a foxhole and strategize how to deal with it. And I want to, I want, I want to say this. Sometimes you have allowed something to become so much debt, to have so much control. To watch this. It's, it's going to take a time. It's going to take some, 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 some strategy. Some going to take some understanding what that really is. Because let me say this. Sometimes what God wants to do is he wants us to grow out of something so we can grow into something else. Let me say that again. He wants us to grow out of something so that we can grow into something else. And when we grow into it, what he's saying is now you have the strength to not only deal with it, but to, 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 to oh my goodness, help others in the same. That's why our testimonies are so important. But I want to say this before I, I, I close. Next week we're going to talk about cleaning and we're going to talk about hauling. But I need you to recognize that when you're reaping and you're thrashing, you have to know where you're located, what your part is. Amen. What your part is. In other words, where you're located. Because see, sometimes we are spiritually fit. And we're struggling physically. And sometimes we are physically fit and we're struggling physically therefore we have to use prayer we have to identify where we're at in order to really bring understanding to how we're going to deal with it and see watch this sometimes people on the outside says listen listen i know you're struggling let me help you and watch this you got to be in a place where you say please help me and not i'm okay i'm okay no, you're not okay. You gotta, <laughs> you, you gotta ask for help sometimes. But sometimes when somebody come to you knowing that you need help, you got to let go pride. You gotta let go of those things and allow them to help you. Uh, listen, cut the mature things that have been uh, around and separate those things. And now, because he watched this, he said, bring them both up together but then he said separate them put one in my barn which is purpose but he says to the tears or the curse the one that's programmed to fail he said bundle them up and burn them create a bonfire sounds familiar what god wants for us is to be everything that we need to be not only to ourselves in him but to be to others come on let's take time to pray Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come and we ask, God, that you 
people so show us, God, the things that are need. Lord, I pray for, Lord, those that are out there struggling, those that, Lord, are, have allowed the different things that have come now, Lord, and have become a part, a vital part, God, of going forward. And, God, there's a struggle. There's a, there's a, 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 a struggle with how to go forward, how to deal with those things that have become a stumbling block, how to deal with those things that have become, Lord, anything but what is necessary for them, Lord, to do to move forward. Lord, I pray that the enemy is defeated in their life and that works been his works have been rendered ineffective. Lord, we love you. We say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you have been listening to this and you know that there's strongholds, there's, there's footholds <laughs> that has happened in your life, and you know it's been creating all kinds of havoc, and you know it's not supposed to. And then you got God just waiting to be anything and everything you need. And I tell you right now, tonight, to now, to now, you need what God has provided. Lord, I'm, and I'm just praying that the things that right now will bring, right? I say right now will bring is what God says oh, that you need. And I, all is, is as simple as asking him to come into your heart. It's as simple as it's, it's saying you believe his son died on the cross for you. So I want to pray a prayer. And you're out there and you're struggling. You allow things to get out of hand. And now, I mean, even now, you, you know that, uh, that you need something bigger than who you are. Listen, those that are out there need to rededicate your life, just repeat these words after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you and I ask that you forgive me of my sin. Lord, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe your son Jesus died on the cross for my sin. Come into my heart, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, listen, God has forgiven you. And he wants to do more. He wants to uh, not only help you with uprooting the tears, but he wants to take those tears and separate them from you and throw them in a bundle of fire. We serve that kind of God. Oh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Find your good church. Find you someplace that, Lord, I mean, you can grow and be a part of what, I mean, God is doing. Oh, God's up to something. And when God's up to something, he includes us all in that. Oh, right now, give God an opportunity to be, oh, my goodness, <laughs> your advancement in your life. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. Now, let's take time to pray and close. Father, right now, we just love you. We thank you. Lord, we lift up our president before you. Lord, we ask God your blessing upon him and his family, God. Lord, we lift up our military. Lift up the men and women that serve, God. Lord, both foreign and domestic, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would just so protect them. Put your head, your protection, your wall of fire around them, Lord. We lift up God, Felix, and his family, God. We, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would take him. Oh, to the place they need to be, Lord. They're, they're, they're mourning the loss of their father, God. I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, we, we pray for Vilu, God, and we pray that you would would bless the uh, Pulus as well, God, as, as right now they lay the rest of 
her sister God. And I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would move God mightily upon God, those families right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I, I pray, God, that you will so allow our community, God, the community service, our law enforcement, our the firefighters, you would just so right now in the name of Jesus bless them and their families. Bless South Tacoma, Lord. We love you. We say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to find out more information about our church, give online, or just stay connected throughout the week, visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description. We look forward to being with you next week.